one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Not everything can be perfect, and this is especially true in the video game industry. Throughout the generations, we've been treated to almost every conceivable concept imaginable, from becoming a dolphin on the Sega Mega Drive to controlling a piece of sentient bread in the past decade. And these are only really two of the possible extremes possible out there, because if we're honest, most titles boil down to, I don't know, someone with a gun. And somehow this premise has led to countless moments that we'll never forget and it's really left their mark on players. Whether that be thanks to the gameplay, or if it's narrative driven, we're lucky enough we have something for everyone. So with all these possibilities, that means we're bound to have some that just fall flat and really grind our gears. So with that being said, let's take a look at them. I'm Ben Roy from whatcoach.com, and this is nine annoying video game moments you hated. Number nine, The Beach. Death Stranding. Honestly, it's still kind of shocking that an entire game focused on delivery management could capture the hearts and minds of so many players today. And for a top tier price as well, this was a AAA product. But the brand of Hideo Kojima is strong. And of course, Metal Gear fans were gonna buy Death Stranding. So when it came to it, this delivery simulator with feelings was all about shifting packages from one hole to another, being greeted by famous holograms and then maybe a cinematic or two. Because that's what a lot of us were here for, the long drawn out Kojima cutscene. Though to Towards the end of the final act, Kojima treated us to something different. After crossing America several times at this point, and lengthy dumps via cutscenes we all craved, thanks to them being absent from the Phantom Pain, we were then just dropped on a beach. Now yes, this does have meaning in its place in the game, but to watch the entire credits roll, just at the piss. For some they can't forgive this and feel like their time was wasted, even though the game was pretty much phenomenal to this point. That fight with Higgs for example. Ah, just great. Number 8. The Library. Halo Combat Evolved. It's quite funny to look back at the first Halo and realise just how integral Bungie's shooter was to the success of Xbox. The Microsoft Empire really needed this one. Combat Evolved alone forced so many to cough up cash for this machine, or in some of our cases, pester our parents. And today, Xbox wouldn't be the same without it. Levels were massive and vehicles were an integral part of the experience. The M12 Warthog was almost a character in itself. People like me wanted to take this thing throughout the whole level no matter what the cost. But along his journey, not even a warthog could save the Master Chief here, as players fought through the library in a maze of copy and paste corridors in the hopes of finding a way out, let alone the objective. This level was almost a sick joke, with endless waves of enemies and no way to find out where you're going, turning the player around every which way and leaving them stuck there for good. Number 7. Escorting Emma Emmerich Metal Gear Solid 2 Kojima and his games make a return to this list with one of his most successful endeavours ever committed to code. The thanks to a character swap from Snake to Raiden, MGS2 was a bit contentious among gamers. So with some already having a bad taste in their mouth, honestly this entire game could be featured just for the twist. Even though it's not really that offensive, people just need to get over this and move on. Raiden can be great in sure, but in many ways this game is still poignant to this day. Though that being said, escorting Emma Emmerich through the big shell was punishing to say the least. 
Some have come out to defend this, stating that it's part of Kojima's intention to make it punishing, but that can't excuse this agonizing time. Ending off with a sniper protection sequence, players have to watch Emma countlessly walk into traps, or get shot, or get spotted. It just doesn't end. And don't even bother doing this one without Dizapan, because the weapon sway is just crazy. This game, and Splinter Cell, had the worst weapon sway ever. And in fact, so did the Hitman games. Why was this forced upon us? Number 6 the blue shell, any Mario Kart. If there was ever an entry that needed to be kept short, it's this one. No matter who you are, if you've touched the game for five minutes or played a million of them, you know about the blue shell and you know how punishing it can be. This overpowered game-changing weapon can shatter dreams in a minute. Simply put, until Nintendo put in a way to counter this, it was unfair. Just like surviving a Royal Rumble match on SmackDown for the old PlayStation 1, only to be eliminated at the very end. It was crushing, but at least that one's kind of fair. Whereas the blue shell just isn't, but they both hurt the same. And whilst we're on the topic of Mario Kart, the rubber banding is terrible in these games. You might as well just visualize it at this point and tie all the races together. The blue shell fundamentally breaks the experience and is so annoying and causes many races just to hang back in second place, not going for first. So let's just add more ways to counter this in Mario Kart, okay? And maybe then after that, the game can reach the quality of Crash Team Racing. Yep, I went there. Number 5. The Loop. 12 minutes. Time loop games seem to be all the rage in 2021. What with Forgotten City slowly gaining steam, Returnal being the exclusive you need to get on the PS5 right now, and Deathloop being awarded perfect scores. Either they sank in the water, or people had a real desire to go back and rethink their life. And this Groundhog Day fascination has led us to another time loop game, in which you can set the table and murder your wife. <laughs> yep, they're both mechanics you can do, and are kind of necessary at points. And all this needs to be done before Willem Dafoe knocks the door down for a pocket watch. He is somewhat of an arsehole in this one. And just after a few runs, this game becomes tedious and draining. Unlike the other games mentioned, 12 minutes doesn't allow shortcuts in any way. Just prior knowledge is the only thing that's going to get you through here. And when you can fail the game for having a photo in your hands rather than on the fridge, it just made most wish they never signed up to Game Pass. Number 4 the Blobs. Metro 2033. This game really stands out for being as grounded as possible within the horrors of a nuclear apocalypse. Unlike Fallout, levity wasn't a thing here in the Metro, and every bullet count. Like literally, every bullet counted. In this game, bullets were currency. Encounters were bone chilling and for the most part, you'd want to avoid them, because the mutated monsters of the Metro weren't to be messed with. That is until Antion comes across a point in the game where you can't avoid this. Now yes, there are a few forced combat sections, but this one just doesn't land, thanks to a few glowy blobs. This felt so off compared to the rest of the game thus far. Yes, it did get a bit ghostly at times, but glowy blob things just didn't work. And if they got too close to the player, they would explode leaving behind a deadly atomic cloud, which did severe AoE damage. With ammo being really scarce in the tunnels of the metro, you could blast through it all in this section, and on the high difficulties, it was unavoidable. And better yet, players could enter a fail state and never escape, and this was thanks to an ill-placed save. But if you're going into this one blind, you wouldn't know. And this, my friend, is one of the most unforgivable sins in video games. Number 3. Defending Natalia. Goldeneye 007. Okay, okay, this is very low-hanging fruit at this point, but it's got to be on the list. Since people learned to stand up on two feet and then walk to a desk and write about games on the internet, they've been complaining about this one. So doesn't that mean it deserves a high spot on this list? You really have to wonder for everyone that never experienced this and if they truly appreciate how good games are today, from AI to level design to safe systems. 
For many players during this early time, each game could be different and one could screw you over just like that. There were some real stinkers out there. And then sometimes we had these stinkers hidden within phenomenal video games that changed the industry. And of course, GoldenEye 007 on the N64 was one of those games. To this day, this game controls like a dream, even on that controller, because it's not that bad, just weird. But yes, the dreaded Natalia, it's just something we can't forgive. This computer-controlled nightmare will at least ruin your game once throughout a playthrough. It's guaranteed. Number two, that race, Mafia. Look, fiction around the Mafia is exciting to get lost in, okay? You get real human stories here and just wonder how Atlantis real life can get. Some of these were based on real events. This was the way with a lot of Scorsese pictures and of course The Sopranos, which is up there as one of the best TV series to this day. Just ask Uncle Paulie and he'll set you straight. So this is why the Mafia games work. Even though the gameplay and events unfold can be a little simple at first. But we all know by now, with the climb to the top, there's surely going to be a fall from grace. And sadly for this game, it was ruined by a racing section that controls like utter garbage. Worst part is, you have to play this part and there's no escape. Not even on the remaster remake, which improved driving controls, but still, this section is horrible. If this were a Sopranos game, there'd be an option for Tony to get some ice cream and just ignore it. Number 1. RC Helicopter Missions Grand Theft Auto Vice City To say that the PlayStation 2 GTA trilogy was something special is an understatement. Rockstar literally changed the game with this one and shattered every barrier imaginable. Not only now could we get well-written stories in our games, but we could also go open world. And back then we were lucky to get writing that would hold up today. And well, open worlds weren't really even a thing. And sure the controls weren't so desirable, but the scope and the possibilities were endless. At least to many on the PS2, and this grabbed millions worldwide. But along the way, unfortunately some missions brought the experience down. And yes, this is the best way to describe that nightmare of a mission in which you control an RC helicopter and have to blow up a building. This construction site was littered with builders and guards that wanted to knock you down and it was endless and terrible. There were no respawns and if you died, you died. This might have seemed like a fun gimmick back in the day, having a cute little helicopter blow something up, but honestly, it was terrible. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. The secret to summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil, clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Its signature scent of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com.